Hey guys, before we get started, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Study Break. My name is Melody, and I'm here with my friend, Rhea. Hi everyone, I'm Rhea, and I'm a senior in high school. Alright, so Rhea and I are like super close. We're basically best friends. BFFs. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's start this podcast by sharing a very, very funny story that happened to us. Um, and it pretty much gives a pretty good background of how our <laughs> friendship is like <laughs> confusion. <laughs> yeah, um, honestly, me and Melody don't even know what's going on in our own friendship. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> We're clueless like 99% of the time. Basically, for context, I am currently enrolled in a dual enrollment sociology class at a local community college. And me, Isabella, and Hazel, so like our lunch squad, were all enrolled in the class except for Rhea and we had our first ever meeting. Basically, the professor was going over the syllabus. And when I... <laughs> I literally cannot. Holy crap. Okay. Um, when I joined the meeting, I saw Rhea's name. And the thing is, she always does this very specific thing on Zoom where she just spells her name in all lowercase. And it's just her first name. So it's just Rhea, lowercase. And then I was like, oh, my God, Rhea, are you in sociology? And then she was like, no. What the it was so, oh, my gosh, sorry. It was so funny because, like, the one of my other friends texted me, too. And she was like, are you in sociology? And I was like, no. And Melody texted me, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, and there must be another, like, Rhea or something. Yeah, and then <laughs> what happened was, as I was listening to the professor talk, I realized it's so strange how I can't see my own name in the Zoom meeting. So, <laughs> so basically, I went into like the participants on the bottom of the screen. I pressed it and I realized it said, Rhea, parentheses, me. <laughs> and I was like, hold on, I'm Rhea? <laughs> And then I was like, oh, no, because basically what happened before that meeting was Rhea, Isabella, and I, we did this thing where we, like, basically, quote-unquote, cosplayed each other, and basically I was supposed to dress up like Rhea and act like her. So during that time, I changed my Zoom name to Rhea, and I never changed it back. <laughs> oh my gosh I remember when I found out I could not stop laughing it's hilarious it's the best thing ever because we were all like you're in this class and you didn't tell us you enrolled we were just like really excited and like surprised and then it was just me <laughs> me with my name as Maria. Hopefully the story made sense. Yeah, I know. Okay, should we move on? <laughs> so yeah, let's let's move on. Um, <laughs> this is also a really funny story. Um, but Rhea and I, we've been 
playing tennis, you know, just practicing um, social distancing, of course, we're staying safe. You guys should too. <laughs> and basically, Ria, do you want to share what happened? Honestly, I can't even completely explain what happened. But <laughs> while we were at the park, um, at the tennis courts, we kept hearing like these noises. <clears throat> and uh, at first, we like assumed it was like squirrels, I think. But then we heard like water noises. And our park does not have like any water. Like there's no river, there's nothing. We heard like some, like a stream of water and we were so confused. And we came to this conclusion that it was ghosts because obviously that's the only logical explanation. <laughs> Super logical, mm -hmm. <laughs> definitely. Um, and it's kind of just been like a running joke of ours. Wait, wait, wait. do you remember like me feeling numb and then you said you couldn't hit? We could not like play properly and keep a rally going. So <laughs> basically we assumed that it was ghosts affecting our performance rather than our own <laughs> incapability. <laughs> and now it's just been a running joke, but now we're, we're vibing with the ghosts. You know, I think they're pretty chill. They seem to be partying a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We came up with like a, a scenario for them where basically they're like in the corner of the courts like near the fence and basically we we had this theory that they were having a party because um during that day like a random burst of wind just came through like the fences and went inside the courts and it, it made like all the leaves like go in a small like spiral basically it was kind of like a mini tornado and it was all aiming towards that one corner and it just stayed there for like a solid two minutes and we were like those are the ghosts they're just having coachella <laughs> ria are you ready to talk about oh no oh gosh we can call him something else we can call him bob okay neutral <laughs> i think you should start this because he he gave you his business card <laughs> okay so again while we were hitting at the same park i don't think the ghosts were there that day but um <laughs> this guy bob we'll call him um he came up to us and then he was like oh you guys are pretty good like we should hit together and we were like oh okay but regardless melody and i went on one of the sides and we started hitting with him and after we hit, like, after we um, finished, he gave me his business card. He's Wait, like, I'm going to interrupt real quick. Because, <laughs> like, at first, we thought he was, a, like, a coach from nearby schools that are just, like, you know, staking out competition. Because that's what coaches do, apparently. <laughs> and, yeah, so we assumed that he was a coach from another school. And we didn't think too much about it. And the thing is, he came alone. Like, he was always by himself, which is really weird. I remember one time he came again, and he, we said no to hitting with him. <laughs> and he was just, like, served by himself in the corner for so long. So eventually, Melody and I were like, yo, we should probably go. <laughs> so we literally walked all the way around the baseball field, trying to avoid going anywhere near him and all the way back to my car, and we literally just staked out in my car. 
what happened with the business card? You can say it. <laughs> okay, so when I got home that day, I was just kind of scared, you know? Um, I was like, that was kind of weird. But then I didn't think too much about it for the rest of the day. I took a nap. I woke up with my phone, like, having a ton of notifications from Rhea. She's like, Melody, Melody. Search on Facebook his name. And I was like, okay. And then we went on Facebook and we looked up Bob's name and we found him, right? His, his profile picture looked like how he looked in real life. And the thing is, his profile itself is a little bit, we'll say disturbing. Um, a lot of scandalous. Yes, that's a good word. Basically, it was a lot of girls in bikinis just a ton of random girls in bikinis like you got you got some models posing on the beach you got models posing on hotel swimming pool chairs (laughs) it's very weird um and then I don't remember anything else about his profile except that what about you anything else either I think there was like tennis videos or whatever that he like liked Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah, and then we were like, oh, oh boy, it's it's not good to post that. <laughs> wow, quote of the year. It's not good to post that. <laughs> <laughs> what did you feel about it? I didn't think much about it since, like, that kind of happens often. If you go hitting, people will ask you to, like, hit with them or play doubles. So I was like, okay, you just wanted to hit. But after we, like, looked him up, I was like, oh you know what, maybe um, we should avoid him. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I remember so clearly, we kept seeing him over and over again. And literally one week ago, we went to a different... <laughs> you remember? We went to a different oh. court to play. And it's, like, I'd say, like, three or two to three miles away from the original park that we were at. And basically, um, we were just hitting, and then all of a sudden, like, I just see a guy walking behind the fence. I, I just stayed there. Like, I was not moving. My jaw dropped. And then Rhea was like, what? I turn around, and then, like, I'm, like, normal, right? And I look, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And my jaw dropped. And we're both <laughs> just standing there, like, mouths, like, open, looking at each other. I'm going to look so dumb compared to like everyone else yeah so basically we saw the guy there again and it was at a different time and a complete different location too so like what are the chances of seeing this guy that we've been avoiding for months but yeah that's you know that's that's our that's our friendship just experiencing weird things together and being weird together but all these stories Dude, no one's going to understand what we're saying. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So if you're listening this far into the podcast, and if you do understand what we're talking about, congratulations. If you don't, I'm really sorry. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't, honestly, I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) Same. You know, we'll be vibing from not knowing what's happening. So since we're already talking about tennis stories, let's share a couple more that we've experienced together. Because not going to lie, we spent most of our time together on the courts. Yeah. 
So here's another story. It's also like kind of spooky. Um, it was like really random and weird. Um, but basically, for some reason, we decided to go to our school's tennis court and hit. And by the way, this story takes place like pre-quarantine. I think in like January or sometime when it got dark really fast. Uh, yeah. And then basically, it was like around 5.30, I'd say. And it was already like dark. So um, Rhea and I decided to stop hitting and we were just kind of sitting at the courts um just talking and picking up the balls and then Rhea go for it (laughs) and then out of nowhere okay so like our school like nobody really goes there at night especially and um like obviously teachers like they're pretty like calm and quiet during the night you know they kind of just do their work and go home but out of nowhere, we just heard, like, a baby crying. And we're like, what is a literal child doing at high school and <laughs> crying, like, in the middle of the night? And, like, at first, I thought I was, like, I just hearing things. But then Melody turned to me, and she's like, did you hear that? And I was like, oh, you heard it, too? <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, that, like, sprung it, us into action. Like, we were, like, picking up balls. We were like, okay, we got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and so we picked up like really fast like running around the court and then I was like oh my gosh Melody I'm like actually kind of scared <laughs> and so okay honestly I don't know where else we would have gone but like we just went to the outside of like the parking lot and like in front of the school and sat on the ground <laughs> I remember this literally crisscross applesauce on the ground in front of the school <laughs> at night just waiting for our parents (laughs) yeah that's that's exactly what happened and that was like before you can drive but okay I think we have to clarify this because we might just sound like extremely paranoid but like the baby cry was not like a normal like wah you know and there was no football games there was nothing there's literally like nobody on the courts because it was a weekend too and it was just so random. And, like, the cry was, like, almost like a screech, too. Like, it was just one cry. Oh, no, no. It happened, like, three times. Yeah. yeah. And it was just really spooky because we didn't know what it was. Like, we could only call it a baby cry because that's what it sounded most like. But I, I it wasn't exactly, like, a baby cry. Like, mm-hmm. I've never heard a baby make that noise. <laughs> yeah. Oh. If a baby makes that noise, you gotta bring them to the doctor. <laughs> you run the opposite way. <laughs> yeah, that was very chaotic. Just overall, no bueno. <laughs> Do you remember the time when we were hitting on the courts and then we, we just decided to end early and then like we started filming like TikTok dances? Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> This is like right before quarantine too. Mm-hmm. We were all and we were hitting. It was a weekend, I believe, and the boys team actually had a tournament that day, but we were completely unaware of this. So we were like, oh, "Okay, let's let's go hit." And the courts were empty, so we were like, "Okay." Um, eventually, we just got really tired, so we were like, "Okay, let's end early." And we just started messing around, doing a bunch of TikTok dances, <laughs> mm-hmm. just talking 
being loud and being obnoxious and like laughing and we were like we were being as loud as we could because we were like oh there's nobody here you know we don't care and next thing we know we like we exit the courts so we push like the gate open and we hear like rustling like nearby and we're like what and for context we have like this shed thing outside and it's like um a place where we keep our rackets and the balls and stuff so we were walking over there and the door was open and we were like and our coach was like standing there and we were like oh my gosh wow that was embarrassing um and he was like oh hey what's up guys and we're like oh hi (laughs) and we like we put our stuff back and we're walking um to the front of the parking lot again and we saw the guys team like the whole entire guys team standing there and melody and i were like really stupid (laughs) we're like hi and all of them were like uh hi or like none of them like responded to us like probably one person responded and later we found out that the boys team lost the tournament and we were basically just like being super loud and obnoxious (laughs) on the day that they lost and I was like oh my gosh no I don't know dude I feel terrible but like also at the same time it's like what are the chances of that happening? Like, all of these stories that we've told so far, they're all just like, what are the chances? I feel like this episode has just been full of tennis talks. And guess what? We're going to continue that <laughs> tennis talk. It's not over yet. <laughs> yeah, it's not over yet. This is definitely a deeper topic, and it, you know, pertains to both of us. I was JV captain last year, your varsity captain, I guess the second half of last year plus this year. <laughs> As a sports captain, it's very tough. Um, obviously, we can't speak for other sports, but for tennis, girls, tennis specifically, um, you know, we, we both definitely have experience. So, Rhea, you can start us off. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I guess I'll just start with, like, my experience first. I'm not a very outgoing person, or, like, I can be, but by nature, I'm shy and introverted, especially around new people. So my sophomore year, when I was JV co-captain, my coach just, like, told me this one day, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. (laughs) Finally, I was, like, screaming. I was, like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? But, like, I struggled a lot with just being more assertive and being louder. Because you definitely have to be loud when you're, like, calling people in and stuff. Or just, like, talking to a group of people in general to get your voice heard. So, um, my co-captain, Catherine... She was more, like, she was definitely more assertive, and she was louder. She had that bold personality that, you know, like, a captain should have. And that's kind of, like, where a lot of, like, self-doubt comes, like, just comparing yourself. And um, you get inside your own head and think what your teammates, like, think about you when that's not even what they're thinking at all. (laughs) But, like, yeah, um... 
But honestly, being captain, like, definitely helps you get out of your comfort zone. And I think having, like, supportive teammates and a supportive coach and definitely a supportive co-captain, like, she supported me throughout the whole thing. She was really nice, and she helped me, like, exercise my leadership skills more. So, yeah, I think definitely a part of it is being, like, making yourself come out of your own comfort zone but knowing that your teammates aren't their job isn't to judge you their job is literally there to like be your teammate like there's they're gonna support you and you just have to you know put the fear down I know it's hard but just try to be brave and like speak out yeah yeah definitely and I remember um one time you texted me and this is when you're like varsity captain. And I, I can tell like you were definitely overwhelmed because as varsity captain, you're taking care of like literally all the girls in tennis. So you're taking care of Frosh, JV, and varsity. And you're listening to our coach telling you to do a ton of stuff that you don't even know how to do. So it's, it's definitely really like overwhelming. And do you, do you remember what you texted me? I think what you said was, like, how you, you think you're not being a good captain or something along the lines of that. And then immediately I knew, I was like, girl, I got to stop you right there. <laughs> Just don't talk right now and listen to what I have to say. Because to all those listening, Bria is the most dedicated, hardworking, and passionate person ever. Like. I'm not joking when I say this, out of all the girls on our tennis team, and I'm talking like Frosh, JV, and Varsity, she is single-handedly the most passionate girl. Like, she is so enthusiastic about it. She's like the only person on Varsity that's like, oh my god, I'm actually excited to go hit. (laughs) I think that's true. Like, you actually show that you're interested, you know. Um, and rather like other people might show that it's, it seems more like a chore to them or that like they have to do it. But besides that point, um, yeah, so she's so freaking dedicated and just like, you can tell she is supposed to be the captain. And like the fact that she said she doesn't think she's a good captain made me so mad. Like I got mad because she's mad at herself. <laughs> I was, dude, literally... Like, I don't, okay, I get, like, why you might feel this way, but also at the same time, like, from my perspective, you're literally doing everything so amazing, amazingly, (laughs) everything's just going so well, and, like, there's, like, minor, minor things that are, like, oop, I forgot to ask this, I forgot to um, remind this, whatever, but it's, like, you know, everyone makes these mistakes, and it's okay, and you're already doing a great job. You don't have anyone to guide you through the process like you did in JV. You know, you handled everyone by yourself. You got to give yourself more credit, girl. Um, yeah, I think something that Melody said, oh, by the way, thank you. I'm <laughs> blushing. Um, <laughs> but like, I think something Melody said that's like super important that I obviously forget 
but like it's good advice for any captains out there is like if you forget small things or if you make mistakes on small things like it's okay because you're you're human you know you're not a robot you can make mistakes it's okay and like you beat yourself up for it and you really shouldn't because um honestly everybody does it and I don't think being a leader is really about being perfect more it's more about being there for your team uh, being there to support them and showing that you're just like them you're like you're capable of making mistakes too so like it just brings a more it makes you feel more real to your teammates absolutely and um I also remember you were saying how like you thought the team would like kind of essentially like hate you or like just think find you annoying because you're sending out all these reminders and things like that but like you know you're doing your job and second of all if if they get mad because you forgot to like tell them one thing you know it's they they really shouldn't I think that's less on you and more on them because they should be able to also recognize that you know as captain you're you're literally just a student, you know, you're like, maybe like one or two years older, same grade. It makes me frustrated when people are like, oh my God, my captain forgot to tell me this. It's their fault now. You know, that's, it just annoys me. Yeah. But I know that my experience was definitely way different than your experience. (laughs) You had a different coach, you had a different team, different situations. So what was that like for you, Melody? (laughs) Thanks for asking, Maria. <laughs> um, my year as captain, it was last year, JV captain, and we had a brand new coach, or like it was his first time being like head coach of the JV team. You know, he, he didn't really know everything. You know, he didn't know like when to tell me to announce this and stuff like that, which, you know, I was completely fine with because honestly, I can't judge him. And like, I know he's doing his best. Like I have so, so, so much respect for him. But besides that point, um, I was definitely struggling a lot in the sense that I had to be like a mentor and a leader for freshmen. That was very interesting because (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Those girls, they were very wild and I love them, but they are just, they are insane, and in a good way, (laughs) in a good way, just to clarify, where all the girls would just basically see me as their captain only, and not, like, as their friend, or as their peer, Um, so they would essentially treat me like just someone to, like, seek advice, and, um, to like ask questions like I was basically their google (laughs) it was annoying sometimes because I'm like I kind of want to have like genuine connections with you guys that was my experience as captain because I know last year or not last year two years ago when Rhea and Catherine were captains um we all had an extremely close bond I mean like look at us now Rhea was my captain and then now we're literally like best friends it's very sad but like you know what can I do about it it's in the past and I'm just glad that we had a very successful season and I'm very proud of all the girls and how far they've come 
they went from being little freshmen who were all worried and stuff to literally like confident women literally what happened with me to you guys you guys are like all coming in little freshmen and now um and then melody when melody became um captain for jv i was so proud <laughs> was a proud mom moment for me because i was like i literally remember her coming in not even knowing how to hold the racket properly and now she's captain and now she's on varsity <laughs> what a journey leadership is absolutely wild because if you have a bad leader like it can just turn everything the wrong direction yeah and it's it's such a big responsibility that sometimes you just you literally like feel so much pressure on you so like you can't even focus on the right thing and sometimes that just like breaks you down yeah I think leadership is like a really it can be a great thing but it can also be like a bad thing like it's a double-edged sword you have to be really careful so basically using my analogy you should be careful how you wield your sword make sure you have a good balance of like friendliness but also assertiveness and just build good relationships with people and yeah you'll be fine yeah it's like see the thing is like it's it's deep in the moment, but like once you're not in that position, once you let go of that responsibility, you look back on it and you like laugh at yourself from it. I was like, why was I freaking out over such small things? Exactly. Like now we're literally joking about it. <laughs> we're always like, remember that time? <laughs> but you know what? It's all an experience and we all grew from it. And that's the most important part. Let's move away from the tennis talk now. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally got rid of that part. <laughs> Let's talk about our our cringe. <laughs> Just our cringe. <laughs> all of us. I think that's basically all we yeah. are. We're the definition of cringe. <laughs> I was going to say, if you look up cringe on the dictionary, you'd find a picture of me and Melody. And I'm like, wait, Melody and I never take any cute pictures together. So probably- <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. That is so true. Like, I think it was like a trend for a while that like people on TikTok, they would be like, you know, your best friends when you don't have any pictures together. <laughs> yeah, so true. Yeah, period. It's a fact. <laughs> uh, but basically... Oh god, this is literally so cringy. I am terrified. We're gonna do a quick confession session. Oh wow, that actually sounds good. Confession session. Yes, I need to make a jingle. We're gonna do this. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for being a part of this. You should have people, like, you know the anonymous things? You should have people send in confessions and have a confession session and, like, read them. And be like, oh, like, give them advice and stuff or something. This has to happen now. You officially get 10% of this podcast. (laughs) Yes. My 10 cents. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I cannot. I can't. I can't. That is the best thing ever. (laughs) Dude, that was so savage. Good one, good one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Collecting myself now. <laughs> okay, confession session. 
Oh gosh, I don't even want to admit this. <laughs> so, way back when, when I was a sophomore, Melody was a little freshman. We <sighs> used to consume a show. And, um, you know, now it's not very, well, okay, our, in our opinion, it's not very good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I just know we're about to get roasted. We were basically kind of obsessed. And every week it would come out on, I think, like Tuesday or Wednesday. And we would watch it that night. And we'd come back the next day and like have a whole discussion, dissect the episode, you know, <laughs> teacher level analysis. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, you know, then we realized that it's actually not that great. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you can, you can tell us, tell them their good, our good show. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, from Riverdale, um, after, like, season one ended, and, like, we started watching, I think, season two, and then it got, like, really weird. I mean, it was already really weird, but, like, for some reason, we just didn't think it was that weird until, like, season two. Um, And then we stopped watching Riverdale, and then Rhea introduced me to a show called Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and it is the best thing ever to ever exist. Yes, ultimate comfort show, the characters, yes, the the humor is on point, and... Mm -hmm. Melody and I have rewatched so many times, and we quote it on the daily, and we love it. <laughs> and we call this little transition our evolution <laughs> of our television taste. No one calls it that except you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my confession session. <laughs> Melody is to me in real life. <gasps> wow know her as the pure little study break hi my name is melody but you don't know what really happens yes behind the scenes i am a little uh nightmare (laughs) and then it's just you scrolling back up to our old test text and then um it's just me being like i love you ria um just remember you're supported (laughs) Oh my gosh, just like looking at those texts, I cringe so hard. Like in the moment, we're both like, oh, this is so cute. But when you like look back at it, you're like, oh my gosh, why are we so emotional? And like, <laughs> I don't understand. Dude, you got it on point. Like, why were we so emotional? And then like literally like five minutes from now, we're going to be like, I'm so sad right now. Hear me rant. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, so. Um, basically, with the TV shows, we're going back on topic now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, um, obviously, the best... Okay, I don't know if it's your favorite comedy show, but it is definitely my favorite comedy show. Okay, wait, since we're on the topic of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I still think you're more of a Terry. Um, I relate to Charles more, and I just, I feel like I embody Charles's spirit. Anyone who doesn't watch the show is probably very confused. In context, Terry is more, like, happy and, like, positive, but he's also, like, sassy and sarcastic. Meanwhile, Charles is very emotional and, like, 
super energetic. <laughs> She's very funny. We'll call you a uh, Terry X Boyle um, baby. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Terry X Boyle fanfic, and I was like, no. <laughs> Why would we call you fanfic? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just used to seeing the X with names on like fanfic, so I'm like, whoa. You're reading too much, you know what? <laughs> Fan fiction. Um, no, not really. Yeah, you're definitely reading like, too much fanfiction. <laughs> <laughs> you said I'm more like Jake. Yes, Melody. Oh, she's such a. She's like goofy and like sweet. See, I want to be Holt um, from season three. Season three, Holt was literally like the sassiest character ever. I, I don't know if that was the episode where, like, he did, like, that snap, and he was, like, yes, queen, <laughs> or <laughs> yes. Yes. I remember yeah. when we used to say that, like, everyone used to go around saying that. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, what other, what other shows do you watch now that's better than <laughs> Um, I think all of them, but. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> Dang. My favorite shows ever are Merlin and Sherlock. Both BBC shows, both on Netflix. Definitely should watch. Um, yeah. Um, Merlin is basically, um, based off the Arthurian legend. In Merlin, instead of being, like, an old man, he's, like, young. And, uh, and so it basically follows him and like his story and his journey with King Arthur or Prince Arthur um yeah and Sherlock is obviously based on the Sherlock Holmes books and it's Benedict Cumberbatch uh he's a great Sherlock he's my favorite one in my opinion and that show just like twists your mind and it makes you think and it's it's just like it wraps together so nicely and I, by the end of it, you're just like, your jaws open. And you're like, oh my gosh. Yes. Very nice. <laughs> Dude, wait, have you watched Anola um, Holmes? Yeah, I watched it. I told you. I don't. Oh my God. Freaking Louis Partridge. Partridge. British boys. Rhea likes too many boys. Um, fictional boys. Let's get that clear. Okay, yeah. Fictional boys. Melody likes Shane. Yes. I support it. <laughs> Yay, thank you. I support you and Morgan Boy <laughs> only. Everyone else is not good enough for you. Alright, okay. <laughs> to everyone listening, I hope you get a better idea of... Rhea and I's friendship. Thank you all so much for staying this far into the podcast. We really appreciate you listening to this. Um, if you have any comments, concerns, or suggestions, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at the Study Break Podcast. You can also follow my Instagram for trailers before the episodes come out. And once again, thank you so much, Ria, for joining me this episode. Thank you for having me, Melody. <laughs> of course. Make sure to tune into your favorite podcast app, follow Study Break, and listen to a new episode every Tuesday. 
Thank you all so much for listening and have a great day. Bye. Bye.